0: heard so often, from so many quarters, about what? women throwing underwear at Dudley as Goodness. I think I know why. La. They want to bong la.
1: <laughs> Ooh!
0: Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Chris Hansen Conversation. This is the episode that I've been waiting for for some time, and it's also part of the series that, we, that I call A Tribute to SG Musicians, as you can see, as a matter of fact, it's not rolling up there right now, Kai, you got to put that, you got to put that icon up for me, man, come on. I'm giving you a second, because I want everyone to know that this is, we are really making this official, it's one of my few series right now that we're dedicating to musicians, here we go, there you go, look at that, look at that, man, it's it's nice and spinning, and it looks like a 12-incher. Record that is, mm-hmm. get your head out of the gutter, and it's my series that is the uh, tribute to SG's music icons. And with me in the studio today, I've got two people put them together. I think we've got about a hundred years worth of music. <laughs> Quite close, <laughs> I'm not that far, right? <laughs> Quite close. I have me. <laughs> veterans in the music scene, people who are also very much contributory to how music has been established as an institution here in Singapore, and I'm very honored and very proud to have my friends here with me, Dudley Nones on my left, and Leonard Rizzle on my right. Leonard Rizzle Dazzle, that's what we call him. Dudley is just dud. <laughs> Welcome to the studio, guys. Good afternoon, Chris. <laughs> I really ate. I Say hello, lah. Hi. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you are. <laughs> hey, you're looking like a pineapple today. Thank you. <laughs> Have you seen Durian? I tell you, this Eurasian fellas must come dressed like pineapple, huh? <laughs> 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 Thanks for being on the show, guys. In case you guys don't know, um, Leonard and Dudley, both of them are still playing... Till this day, they've been in the same band together as well. How long has it been, man, uh, playing together, the two of you? Okay, um, Dad's life have been around, or Dudley's been around with me
2: for, I think, about 20 years? Correct. 20 years, mm. yeah. Holy crap! 20 years. I didn't realize that and, long. Ago. Yeah. And, and the strange thing, 30, over years ago, I was in his band. Mm. It was called Mervin, Dudley, and Leonard. Leonard yeah. Oh, really? That was in 1993. No, 90, 1991. I joined oh, you all. 1991. Long. I joined you to. 1993. I was in his band. Oh. And then in 2003 or four, Dudley joined. Yeah. I I formed That's Life, and he joined me this same.
0: Okay. So the band's name is That's Life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can catch them. You can catch these guys. Uh, where again? What days and where? Okay, uh,
2: presently, uh, Wednesdays, we are playing at the uh, Singapore Recreation Club. Right. Thursdays at the Tangling Club. Okay. And Fridays at
0: um, Union Square 2, run by NTUC. So, three different venues in a week. Yes. Mm. Oh, wow, you guys are busy. Mm. Busy, busy, busy. So, Dudley, Dudley as is a vocalist. He also plays a very, very mean keyboard. And razzle-dazzle, dear Leonard plays a mean six string i tell you do not f around with these guys because these guys are absolutely amazing i want to start the show this way because you guys have been around combined together seriously combined together how many years have you guys been playing that yeah, well me i now it's 46 years okay for me it's 40 Forty and forty-six, 46. almost a hundred years—not eighty-six years. Yes, eighty-six years. Okay, wow, wow, we. Mine is was in nineteen. I still remember nineteen eighty-three.
2: My first band, Bandwagon. That
3: uh-huh. this was nineteen seventy-six. What band was that? Um, well, before Gingerbread, we had um, Cold Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. And then, when cold sweat release melted, then uh,
0: we became gingerbread after that. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I had Jason and Ed yeah he on said the same. show, yeah, they told yeah. me, Jason mentioned Cosset, cool and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. He was started by Ga- by Gabriel, right? Uh, the handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey Gabriel, yes, you're handsome. I know I know you, you. are handsome, We're not yeah. making fun of you, okay? Yeah. And the last time he, the last time we had the show, he actually yeah. messaged me. I'm not ugly. I know. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Uh,
0: yes. I I I and me uh Dudley and answered. Grateful well, not ugly. <laughs> is a very good looking guy. Well, that's Jason for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, killer. Jason went and but Cold Sweat, man. <laughs> uh, there is something I still cannot understand. Yeah. Okay, so your first band was Cold Sweat. Uh,
3: cold Sweat, 1976.
0: My oh, God, I was six years old. Um, I wasn't born. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> when you started, I was I was 13 years old. So seventy six you went cold sweat, then after where do you go? Um okay, seventy six. I well I started
3: mm, piano playing when I was twelve. So school band, drums and move on. And while
0: You played drums? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I picked up percussion and uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right, you play a mean percussion. I forgot all about that, yeah. man. Oye, como va? Oh oye, como black, va? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your black magic woman, man. Yeah, so from there we
3: um, started playing uh, for for weddings, functions, and there were I was still in school. And then, the, um, cut story short, by the time 1976, first uh, of May 1976. Oh, well, here we go! Here I'm hearing that again. Same, because uh, Jason myself uh, built up the band. 76 was our first signed black and white contract with uh, Dennis Cocktail Lounge in. The Indonesian Embassy Orchard Road, opposite Siki hmm.
0: hmm. That one he didn't say. Yeah, so, so the he, contract was signed with. Uh, uh,
3: we had an uh, an agent who, who came up to us. His name was K. V. John. Right. Uh, so uh, he he signed up the contract. and said, "Okay, guys, three months." And uh, I still remember we were getting about three hundred and fifty dollars
0: each for that that, that time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, in, in those days, uh, that was big money, right? Yeah.
3: So our band was six piece. Um, there was um, Jason, myself, Moses, Gabriel, and we had two horn players. A uh, six of us at the time. Yeah.
0: But let me just go back and rewind a little bit. I'll get back to you soon, uh, Leonard. Let me just rewind back a little bit. When did you actually pick up any instrument? Uh, when
3: I was 11, I started uh, tinkling on um, the drums, but actually on biscuit tins. So I built my own drums on biscuit tins. You uh-huh. can still open the can and eat the biscuit. And close and <laughs> take the chopstick. You know, two chopsticks each, left and right, and start tick 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 tick, and I started playing the the
0: drums. So the more the more biscuits you ate, the greater the resonance coming out from those drums, right? Hundred percent.
3: Yeah. So, advice to
0: drummers who want to tune their snare. Get uh, a biscuit tin. Uh, eat more biscuits. Ah, so empty the damn tin. Correct. Okay, so you started with no kidding, right? You started with the biscuit, yeah. the biscuit tins in. Yeah. After that, what happened? So,
3: um, I was in the school band, so that's when I learned to tune the, the snare drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned to read drum music, uh, you know, playing in a school band. And also, I mustn't forget, with the help of uh, Rufino Soliano, mm, he was the wow. instructor for the school band at that time. Wow, so lucky I, you yeah. guys. What school is this? St. Gabriel's Secondary School. So, very lucky, yeah, St. Mm, Gabriel's, huh? Yeah, so uh, that's how I started playing the drums and uh, by the time I was 12, I my thought was to be a politician or a lawyer.
0: Bollocks.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 so uh, you call it uh, a lawyer burlo. <laughs> then bureau. what happened? What happened? To then that? Um, I I was amazed that uh, uh, my brother Melvin, uh, you know yeah. is already playing and then I said, Wow this guy yeah, not bad and I want I want when I grow up I want to play and be like him lah. Uh. Mm-hmm. So twelve took up piano, I had uh, piano lessons Picked it up from there. And uh, Mervin, I think, was a good inspiration. He took me to Barbarella. He was playing at this uh, Barbarella where it was Bengkot Hotel.
0: Okay, Bengkot Hotel, Barbarella. Ah. Okay, ah, that was
3: Barbarella. 1975.
0: From, from Funny, man. And Jason I mean, told me the same thing about he, Barbarella as ah, well. That was
3: one one spot where every musician would go and say, wow, you know, I, I want to play like that. But uh, during that time, it was difficult because... Um, if you're not careful you're going to drugs at that time you know Ah. so because of that long hair drugs and I think the government had to shut down all the the clubs like Pink Pussycat Barbarella did they uh, did did, did the government shut these clubs
0: down they did Eventually in 71, 72, around there? Fuck you know. Yeah. Sounds like what's happening today, in Orchard Towers, right? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They're shutting down Orchard Towers, man. I mean the yeah. four floors of <clears> throat> throat>
3: Yeah. Uh, so I normally go to the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's called the rooftop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so so you started playing that way. Also, from starting from a school band, yeah, school. fortunate enough to have Rufino Sol, Soliano uh-huh. as your band conductor. is Correct. Right, yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. He was uh, he was
3: teaching us how to hold the sticks and do all the the drums rolls and uh, how to read mm, uh, drum music at yep. the time. So I was fortunate. So uh, from there, I picked up uh, more rhythm and and cold sweat was. Emerging at that time, that was because Gabriel, myself, and Gabriel, myself, and Moses was was from Saint Gabriel, except Jason. So what happened to cold sweat? Eventually,
0: Uh, ran out of sweat, got hot. (laughs) I think with cold sweat, they died. (laughs) (laughs) it was was like a stroke coming on (laughs) yeah
3: because we had we had another drummer named um, Reggie Campbell okay Okay, he was from from St. Gabriel School also and and when he done his secondary four and uh, he and his family uh, migrated to Australia so we were lost without a drummer and then somebody said uh, we were looking for a drummer and then somebody said there's got one guy selling camera (laughs) (laughs) you know why are you hackering <laughs> Have you heard this before?
0: Yeah. Uh, right where that guy uh, selling the camera uh, was seated, right where you are seated sitting now. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> telling me about him selling cameras, uh, so, and I laughed my ass off. Uh,
3: so somebody said, they got one, one guy, well, the guy." The guy from Tanglin Shopping Centre selling camera that one. No, 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 no. Oh. no, no. He was at uh, Mohans. Oh, oh, Mohans. Mohans. Yeah. Orchard okay, Road. Oh, yeah. Okay. So correct? that's
0: where he met
3: Ah, uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. He couldn't remember the place. Uh, uh, Mohans, then right. Gabriel uh, went to Reiki and see who this this globe is. This this blog is, huh? uh. So when Gabriel went to see hey, this guy, tall, long hair covered the ears. So you got to lift up the head and speak, otherwise you come here, <laughs> okay. And then, Jason Shahul, mm, that's for you, Jason Shahul. And so uh, Jason said he can play, but uh, he never tried playing with the band, but he wouldn't mind giving it a try. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got him together, and then we started to rehearse at this. Kampung Java uh, studio or something. I can't remember what it Kampung was. Kampung Java, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. so, uh. And then the four started to practice there. And that's when gingerbread s- had start of the small embryo of that. Yes. No, and we mm-hmm. were still cold sweat. Then across the glass, there was this this uh, guy who, who runs the studio, Alfonso. Alfonso right, Susei, yeah. yeah. right. So he piped and he said, this guy's not mm-hmm. bad, you know. So he spoke to uh, to us and said, um, Maybe get us a name for the band. What was his name of the band? It's cold sweat. Ayyo, you know. <laughs> so, so I think the next few days or the next day he he called. I don't know who. He, maybe he, he was very close to. I don't know how come he was so close to Jason. So he called Jason, and said, "How about gingerbread?" And uh, that's how uh, gingerbread was born.
0: Yeah, I was mm. wondering about how come uh, your call is all call yourself like roti that right, with Alia. Mm, roti
3: Alia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. oh, so that's, that's how everything started for you. Mm. And you were with gingerbread for how long? Uh, good
3: 25 years, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, because I've been in and out of gingerbread for a while for certain reasons. Um... Uh, in, where was I, in 19... It was in the 80s, I think, when... Oh, 78, 78, 79. We went up to uh, Kota Kidabalu, the six, six of us with two horn players. Right. right. So we were there for about a year. And then uh, that, that took us one year, then we came back, and then we went to Sarawak for another few months. And um, I had to leave the band in 81. I think I had something else to do. But before I left... Um, we had to get a new guitar player because Gabriel wanted to go on his own I think He wanted to do a duet with a girl or something like that. And the horn players wanted to leave, and so that left me, Jason, and Moses. Mm. And um, and we and Jason was saying, oh, "Why don't we get a girl singer?" Right, you know. And and I normally don't really don't uh, say don't appreciate, but I like to have a girl singer, but. Don't appreciate the girl, huh? Uh, I I wouldn't mind if she could (laughs) play an instrument. Okay. So... Um, fortunately this lovely lady uh, somebody mentioned because she was doing this talent time thing and she mm. was a winner and said uh, why do we get and we said ah, not bad because she can play keyboard no? Mm. Uh, two to keyboard player and then we had to get a guitar player mm. and uh, we had Bunny Farouk oh, the my. late Bunny yeah, Farouk yeah.
0: Yeah. fantastic, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: so when Bunny Farouk joined the band the whole scene of the music was uh, uplifted to, yes. uh, to uh, more uh, of like jazz fusion of a style, yeah. which I also learned to pick up from him. And when by the time Anne got together and she had good skills of yeah. chords, yeah. chords playing, which I also picked up from her, you know. So the band was really solid with, um, you know, Moses. Huh? He had his own iPad in his brain. He didn't have to write any lyrics or anything like that. So the band was really good at that time. When we were at... Um, Cockpit Hotel mm. uh, that was in 81 I think when she joined the band right hey, careful. Ooh, hey,
0: there you go okay. uh, <laughs> you can't oh. it okay. yeah Yeah.
3: okay so and uh, at that time we were offered to go into the Malay music market mm. and say, why don't you guys <laughs> go and do this Maybe you know it's much the market is bigger because Singapore Malaysia you got Indonesia and whatever well, record
0: sales would be sales, a lot better yeah yeah,
3: yeah. So with Moses looking like one of the alley Cats,
0: you know. So and uh, somebody come up and say, hey, "We do two songs." Wait, 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 wait! wait. Because if, just in case you have younger viewers out there and mm. people from the rest of the world watching, because it's going to be online, right? Okay. Can you please tell everyone what do you mean, looking like one of the Ali Cats? Okay,
3: Ali Cats is a very popular um, uh, Malaysian band. We okay. got They got the two brothers who are front line, uh-huh. who had the afro bigger than the mop, you know. So, so Moses' <laughs> hair was like. <laughs> Touching the ceiling. <laughs> you know? So, I remember when Moses had to comb, he said he didn't use a comb, he used a fork.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So, he used a fork. And so, because Moses had that kind of a look and identity and and then the producer said, why don't we do two uh, originals which was written by, I'm not sure who, who wrote the song, but we recorded I mm-hmm. think it was Kucari Damai Di Hati and Bukan mm-hmm. kerala The Dumb if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken and fortunately it was a hit mm. Mm. with our Moses and and I think they really zoom up the, the song so well mm-hmm. and after we recorded that then I had to leave because uh, not because I did not agree I think I didn't want to travel too much to uh Promote the album or
0: something. But like you that. know something, Dali I want to ask and try and jog your memory a little bit because mm. I've just jogged mine mm. a long, long time ago. In be- after you left Gingerbread, mm. I remember I was taking, I was cycling down East Coast Park. Uh-huh. That was, I think, that was likely in the late eighties oh, or somewhere in the late early nineties. Mm. And I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. And a group of ba- a group of people, I figured they were all from the same. You guys were all from the same band, mm. all dressed in white, correct? Taking shots on the beach, right? But that wasn't gingerbread. No, you would. You guys were taking a shot for your band.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: I was right, right? Correct. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Okay, I was on the beach. You know, I saw you. You remember that? Yeah, out of three hundred and fifty-five <laughs> 50 million, we made one three cents in there. <laughs> And I was wondering, wow, well, these guys all dressed in white, man. Did you know? All Did white, I take you? the picture for you? No. no,
2: right? it was another guy. Yeah, right?
0: nah, yeah. I, I maybe I don't know. That's
2: once I, I took a picture of you and I your, think so. your new band. Were you uh, in the East Coast at it, the time? What, Gerard Kisbury. I
3: think Leonard was
0: there. The, yeah, the yeah. Wait, hang know. on a second. Yeah, Gerard um, Kisbury was there yeah, as well, yeah. together with you. Yeah. So, but it wasn't Gingerbread. No. What's the name of the band? Uh, it was um,
3: Daddy and Friends. No, no, it yeah. was. Uh,
0: COE included. Oh, yeah. yes. COE, COE included. included. So, okay. So, after Gingerbread, mm. you ended up with that man? No, uh, no.
3: That was much later because when I left Gingerbread, um, for some reason, because I didn't want to travel and follow not, up. Not not because I was not in good terms or I didn't agree with him. Right. Okay. So, it was an amicable
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. So, okay.
3: they agreed. So, mm. when I, very fast forward, I when I left, they, they got good uh, Gavin Codosa to take my
0: case. Yeah, yeah. Gavin, yeah. Right? Oh, Gavin took over you.
3: Uh, yeah. So, it was, it was... It was good. So, right. so the band still moved on without me. So, so on Gingerbread's album in, in the Malay market, you can see either my, my photo there or Gavin's photo or mm. somebody else, right? Right. Um, what I did was um, I joined the experiment when they came back from uh, Europe. That was in 18- 18. Well, you were part of the experiment. For five years. So, it was just uh, the timing was good. I left, <coughs> experiment came back, then Mervyn asked me, uh, you know uh, we, the four of us so we, we, we have you mm. okay so basically you went to the experiment simply because they were not traveling they were traveling too much and I didn't want to do that no but experiments oh, were ex- not, yeah. no no sorry uh, when experiments came back from Europe I think they were there about four years mm. so they wanted to come back for good mm. and uh, so it suited it suited uh, you uh, yeah so we, so we said uh, Mavid said okay well, can we join but these are the conditions we're going to make our keyboards all in white we're going to dress up all in white <laughs> remember wow. uh, so um, oh. that was I think in 80, 1983 and um, for a start to get the band going uh, we played a two two month gig at the Shangri-La okay. to replace Matthew and the Mandarins okay. Okay, so after two months we built up more repertoire then we went to uh, CV Hotel mm. for a good four years and then we went to Peppermint Park at the Parkway Parade wow mm? Dennis so, Fo's Dennis Fooz yeah mm. so that was in and out and uh, when that whole uh, ordeal was complete, I think. Ordeal? Five, <laughs> uh, five years, I think, with, with experiments. Mm-hmm. And it was a good uh, experience because I picked up a lot of singing with that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think Joe uh, Chandran, there's. Uh, let me do some of songs, uh, not only him singing lah. Right. So besides Mervin, Joe, and myself did more singing than uh, the rest of the, the guys lah. Okay. When that ordeal done for five years, I think uh, Gingerbread was, you know, Jason said, "Hey, come back lah, come back la, Okay. Know? I said, "I will only come back if if experiments is going to be disbanded You know, mm. and just in time. The bass player Robert wanted to go back to Germany. Joe Chandran wanted to do all uh, gospel songs. And uh, Marvin looked at me and said, Yeah, he will do solo. You go play alone. And I said, Okay. Then I told Jason, I will come back. Okay. So that's how I rejoined Gingerbread, I think in 87,
0: 88. Okay. Around there. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then well, who's the COE included?
3: <laughs> oh, the COE included was a temporary um, getaway for, for me la, because I didn't know what to do when. Uh, can remember where I left off and I said, okay, I got some guys, myself, Farid, Ewan, and some some boys and from just for a while at uh, at the Pranakan, Pranakan place. Yeah, uh, Babas. It, 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 no, it's another name. For it. I forgot. It
0: was Bibis. Bibis, Bibis. Uh, uh, Pranakan place should be Bibis. Uh, so was the DJ at the time this fat guy named John? I think so. Mm, okay, uh, name was Bibis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was
3: DJ, uh, the, um, no CO included I think about a year plus and then uh, we all had to go our own ways and I uh, I was back with gingerbread I think no no. I no, After no that,
0: you went to Plaza Hotel ah uh. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see I remember right was was then, Dudley, yeah. and Dudley and Friends
3: Dudley and Friends yeah we went to uh, Plaza Hotel at Beach Road and yeah. it was called Club 5
0: Club 5 And then he was playing all the cha-cha-cha songs. Right.
3: That's where I learned all the ballroom dance music and and, and, and the... (laughs) The customers would tell me, "If you do cha cha, you must be one two zero uh, beat per minute, uh, and then uh, Roomba ninety eight and
0: and walls is uh, uh, the I don't even believe what the fuck I was there, man. What was I doing there, man?
3: You were around watching every move we made <laughs> silently. You
0: know, <laughs> yeah.
3: You were like Mr. Colombo. You
0: know, yeah, you're very right. right. You know, you know, you know. I, I mean, you, you caught me out there. Mm. I, as much as I've told Jason and Ann uh, how much I admired uh, gingerbread. <laughs> way back when I was 14 years old and I always wild my way into Tavern of in the Square to watch these guys play. i would watched this this man perform since I was a kid. Yeah. Okay? And whenever I hear who's playing where Dudley Nonis is there I will go then when i and when you guys started playing together right and i've never been at that time i heard so much about the place called 57 chevy yeah which we'll talk about later on yeah but you know i i went there because someone told me dudley notice is playing there and i went no fucking way Mm. so that's how we started it was because i heard his name wow okay so oh. frankly, I've been watching you, man. Even you were in Club Five. I mean, come on, man. Me fucking Club Five, watching people doing chachas and shit. You no? know, the
3: strangest thing about what you say, uh, mm. been watching me. You know, I. When you saw me uh, uh, taking the photograph at the East Coast Beach, yeah. suddenly you, were, you you popped up from <laughs> yeah, nowhere. From where, right? yeah. Uh, what what this guy doing here? Okay, when every time I perform, whether it's in a Chevy '57 Chevy or. Um, Club Five, I could always
0: feel um, a pair of eyes looking at me. Hey, don't make me sound like a stalker, man. <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> <Hanson>. <laughs> you
3: know, it was a it's
0: a real ch. <laughs>
3: Chris Hanson, uh,
0: you know, uh, no, but you have to understand, man. I mean, for some, some uh, for me, how I how I work and how I used to learn stuff is I go around and I watch people. Mm. it's been like it's been my habit all my life Yeah, I used to skip school before mm-hmm. uh, and and you know and, and if I hear someone from TMF the music force mm-hmm. is going to be hosting something like a live satellite show in Parkway Parade mm. and I'll end up there and that was my lesson for the day mm. I'll be on the second floor looking down from the managers and learning from whoever was behind the microphone right. and Every which way I could learn, even if it's gonna be on Radio One, the old ninety point five, now it's mm. called Gold, right? Yeah. I would listen in the mornings, I wait in the mornings and listen to Roger Cool. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
0: And I'll listen to Victor Cool. Yeah. You know, and, and in those days you had Forces 55 and let's see, play came on. Yeah. As a corporal, right? right. Mm. And I would listen to these guys, you know, and, and and I'll mimic and I'll mimic and I'll mimic and I'll mimic until I get something. Mm. Then when it comes to music, when it came to music. I mean, you guys. Uh, I told Anne and I told Jason this. I gave him my, my my tribute, really, and I'm giving you guys my tribute as well. That there's always something to learn, mm-hmm. something to pick up, right? So, so, and and Dud, wherever you went, man, yeah. as far as I could, as far as I could, through the years, I go. Mm. You're not the only one. There was also there's also Dougie. Mm, yes. Uh, when when he was a culture shock playing in Ming Arcade, right? Uh, at Rainbow. Right, and then after that, uh, when he moved over to sparks, uh, fire, and sparks of energy, yeah. right? Yeah, culture shock was the rainbow. Then after that, I went over the energy. Yeah. Uh, I went to watch. I just wanted to watch. I just wanted to soak it all in, you know. <laughs> so this is how I learn stuff. No one's going to reach out and teach you. Yeah. So you got to go there and watch. Mm. So I followed to learn. Mm. Right. So you, you're one of those guys too. Thank you. You know, I just want to go and see how you guys are doing it, but I want to. I want to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you just call him elephant. <laughs> I want to ask you something, man. Hey, uh, Kai, this is a wonderful picture of Dudley. Could you put it up, please? Oh, Dios. Uh-huh. This is a wonderful picture I put in there. You it? Yeah, that's the one. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's Dudley, known as, ladies and gentlemen. Check this dude out, man. He was one of those really. One of those gorgeous men who would appear on stage, and I swear I've heard rumors, I've not seen it personally myself through the years, women used to throw underwear at you. Is that true? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I wish they did. <laughs> they,
2: used to, they used to throw G-strings before, but now,
1: no, now no. they throw the parachute at
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I... I, I
3: <laughs> the
2: parachutes. <laughs> Parachute underwear.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I know that time uh, with gingerbread, we used to play at the uh, uh, university, uh, what do you call it, the campus. Uh-huh. And those girls up there used to... Throw, throw underwear? No. <laughs> uh, uh, Crush the newspaper uh, and they put a phone number and, and call. Uh, uh, really? But yeah.
0: yeah. no one threw underwear at you? Uh,
3: I think they did. Like. <laughs>
0: Hey, come on. Speak the truth, man. Please, please, please. Once and for all. Once and for all. I really want to know the truth. Who told you that anyway? I tell you, I've been hearing it from every circle, man, through the years. I
3: think they're imagining it. i tell you something. There was one
0: particular time. Let me, let me, you don't know this. I will share this with you guys. You don't know this either, okay? Do you remember there was a time somewhere Mm. in the early 90s, about 93, 94, around there, this man... Visited me in my office. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And then the ladies in my office were like gawking. No, la. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. After you left, huh? my god I was ambushed by all these women which is a good thing because you were there and then at least they ambushed me and <laughs> how, how old were they, they, they girls, no they, they were. were all about my age and then how old were you then uh, in my 20s <laughs> man and no. then these girls were like oh my god who's this? who was that guy who was uh, that guy I mean dude you were like you know you that, that, that not that you're not today huh, but back then you were like whoa dude Talk about good-looking man, like freaking Brad, freaking Pitt, man. Or oh, Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were gawking over you, really. So tell me once and for all, mm. get this off my freaking chest. This is a specter over my head. One of those many specters over, okay. over my head. over my head. And that would be: Did women throw underwear at Dudley Nunes on stage? No. Balls. <laughs> I don't know. I, I maybe they did, I can't remember.
3: Maybe they threw a Jason like <laughs> <laughs> cannot be,
0: Jason cannot be seen as behind the drums.
3: Yeah, even the sticks, he would it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, maybe for your sake, I will say
0: yes lah. Huh? Hey, come on. Yeah. No, the truth, the truth, really, really.
3: I can't remember lah. Seriously? Oh, yeah, I can't remember.
0: Anne said, Anne said something like, I wouldn't be surprised. Ah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, even she said she wouldn't be surprised. But I've heard so often, from so many quarters, about what? women throwing underwear at Dudley Nones. Goodness. I think I know why lah. They want to bong <laughs> sway, lah. <laughs> Okay, I've, I've, I've heard all of your story. Now I'm going to pay my attention to Mr. Razzle ah, Dazzle. Ah, good. Yeah. So, Leonard. Yeah. How did you start, man? Playing in the band or playing music? Well, in music, yeah. music per se. Let's start with okay. that. Okay. I,
2: in 19... 19- Seventy one. Holy shit! I was what? I was a year old.
1: Yeah. Seventy one. <laughs> I was in
2: sec two. I passed my, my exam. Holy pretty shit! Well, you were yeah. fourteen, and I yeah. was I was just born about a year. And then my my dad said um, my dad said uh, I'll buy you something uh since you passed your, your exams uh-huh. pretty well. Uh-huh. So it, it was like, uh, end of the year, and my brother Edmund came to my house, and he said, um, what 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 are you going to ask dad for? So I said, I want to buy a projector, you know.
0: Edmund's things. your brother, right? Edmund yeah. Rezal, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I said, I wanted this projector, battery-operated projector, right. you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then he says, no, ask Dad for a guitar. I said, guitar? Hmm. Yeah. He said, yeah. So Edmund, <clears throat> Edmund came to, Edmund doesn't stay with my family. Uh, he's brought up by my auntie. Right. So uh, during Christmas time, he will come and stay with us. Okay. So he said, you know, you play guitar a lot of girls who come for you, you know. <laughs> so, I followed him. I remember I followed him. We went to Bras Bassa Road. We went to Catholics and... Uh Catholic Center was it? uh, Brassbasa complex? Uh, 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 The old Brassbasa next to SJI. They had um, like a.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The one along Waterloo Street. Yes. Then we went there. Yeah. And he brought his guitar. It's still there. The Catholic, the Catholic Center here, something like that. He brought his guitar,
2: so I had some CHIJ girls uh, nearby, you know. So he played the guitar. I still remember. I'd rather be a sparrow and. Simon and Garfunkel. The time it was yeah (laughs) popular song. Uh So I sat with him and then some of the girls came and said oh can you play this song can you play that song he just only knew a, a couple of songs for me you know uh-huh. so I said wow not bad play the guitar and then the girls were coming so my dad said so what do you want I said I want a guitar <laughs> I said I want a guitar yeah. so he followed me and we and uh, we got a cheap um I forgot what brand, uh guitar it was. There. It it was a popular brand at that time, okay. but very cheap but it wasn't electric guitar. It right? wasn't no, yeah. it was a it was a nylon string. Oh, okay. So he taught me <laughs> I'd rather be yes, a sparrow than a snake. E minor G E minor G. Chorus Cosi. Uh. C I said Oh. Okay, I, I was just learning lah, you know, that okay. was Christmas. Right. Uh nineteen uh nineteen seventy one, yeah. So came Christmas nineteen seventy-two, my brother came came to my house. You know, uh-huh. because he, every year he comes yeah. and stays during Christmas time. And he yeah. says, he was still playing, I'd rather be a... Same song. But I was playing uh, Reflections of My Life and we were playing...
0: How uh, no, that uh, happen? How that happened? How that happened? Yeah. Let's, let's rewind that a little bit. Yeah. So, so he started with that Simon and Garfranc. What's the title of that song, man? Uh, I'd rather yeah, be uh, a... Spare uh, El, El Condo Pasa. El Condo El Pasa, Pasa yeah. that's it. And yeah. from El Condo Pasa, did you end up learning a lot more songs? I'll, how that happen?
2: Because when I went to sec 3, I sat to, next to this guy called uh, Colin Olivero. He was, his uh-huh. father was a musician. Right, right. And he plays guitar very well. And he's, he, he came from St. Pet's. Okay. You know, he, he joined yeah, Brilliant
0: people usually yeah. come from St. Pet's, yeah. Okay. Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and St. Gabriel. And St. Gabriel, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that away from you. He sat next to me and we became friends. Mm-hmm. And when I went to his house, and I said, wow, this guy can play. Uh, uh, grand Funk, you know, wow. yeah, wow. and he can play all this like really far ahead of me yeah, songs, yeah. you know. So I, I mixed, I mixed around with him, and and he taught me a few things. <laughs> and okay. by the time end of uh, nineteen seventy two, I I could play. Many more songs. So your repertoire grew. Yeah. My repertoire expanded. Mm-hmm. My brother came and said, No. <laughs> Instead of he teaching me, I'm teaching him now, you know? Every year when he comes, I'm teaching him more new songs. Okay. Yeah. So you end up the Catholic center playing again. <laughs> no, but I never went down. I'm I'm very shy guy. I I back then yeah, very, right. very, yeah. very, shy, very, you know? very shy. Yeah. Fellow just said he's shy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back then I was
3: very, very, Still. very shy. Shy of girls. Really, yeah. Very shy oh, of yo. girls. God, fuck's sake. Come I tell you. <laughs> he's very shy. I he even said when they come here you talk more I talk less <laughs> <laughs> I say you better shut up you yeah. know when uh, girls hold right. my hand my hand all shaking boss. everything
2: shakes <laughs> so I am takut of girls la, last time yeah. and then
0: uh, no, eventually now not takut now yeah, no uh, thank god yeah. for that
2: okay <laughs> and then uh, 1973 <laughs> 70, after after sec uh, sec 4 in 19 19- 74 uh, Yeah I We form a church band Okay um, Gravity Yeah and Gravity Yeah the band, The band's name is Gravity Heavy boy Yeah <laughs> And then uh, there was Cold the,
1: sweat And gravity <laughs> Then I went Strange
2: Then after that 1974 75 I went to the army <laughs> uh, I went to the navy Right And BMT Who was the uh, the, the corporal was uh, Mel Ferdinand's brother Dennis Ferdinand's Oh Oh. Dennis Ferdinand was my corporal. Okay. And he came and said, okay, how many how many of you can play guitar? So I put up my hand. <laughs> Suddenly I became his wow, buddy. We all became <laughs> buddies, lah, you know. <laughs> Every night he would come over, we would bring guitar and uh, we would play guitar. Right. You know? yeah. So we picked up. As we were going, I was picking up uh, guitar. Right. And then uh, eventually I met some guys who can play solo and they were showing me a little bit how they do solo, you know. Right. Yeah uh, And then, I, my, then. yeah. Then, fast forward to uh, 1982, Mm. that that time I could play, uh, not too bad, some country songs. And Mm -hmm. I used to watch this band, 4 Plus 1, which eventually became bandwagon. (laughs) And then, um, the guitar player, I used to to go there, whenever I finished work... um, I'll rush over uh-huh. they will play uh, sometimes at, during happy hours or sometimes they play from 8 o'clock to the end they, will, they had two bands they alternate where uh, at Peyton Place okay Payton Place, Place yeah. boy yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, that name oh, you were
0: on the fifth floor but he was on the yeah. other floor correct yeah <laughs> and then
2: I met this guy uh, Philip the Silver. okay uh-huh. Well known guitar player. Okay. Yeah, I think he played with Daddy before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was whew, to me he was, wow, this guy was he was playing smoke on the water and I said to myself, you no, know, I still remember that, that, that night. I said I said, Wow, even if twenty years I can't play smoke on the water. You know they can you yeah. give me twenty years I there's no way I can play it. That but Leonard, yeah. that's basic to you now. Yeah,
0: of course, lah. Super but basic.
2: When I first started, when I saw these guys playing, I said, "Wow!" There's oh, it's no a way. Admiration. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So he's he saw me and he said, "Wow, you you like?" I say, "I like to play guitar." Can you teach me? He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He taught me some uh, uh, licks, and then eventually he says he came to my house. He says, "Okay," he said, "I'll teach you guitar." But you you buy me uh, uh, lunch, you know? I said, okay, I get my mom to cook for you lunch. Huh? You come over. <laughs> so he came over for lunch and then he would teach me. And then eventually he says, I give you next week, you learn this song. Whatever, I forgot it was a country song. Mm-hmm. I think it was Working Man Blues, if, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Working Man Blues. There was a nice guitar solo there. Mm. And he says, next week, I will call you on stage. You have to learn this solo like like that. Mm-hmm. And... um. I'll call you on stage. So right. I went. I called all my friends from the Navy at the time. You know, we went down to see him, and he called me. I tell you, I still remember the the, the day he called me up on stage. I went up, and my legs were shivering and shaking. You know, it's your first I, time. On I never been. Time. I never played on stage. Wow. Okay. I never played on stage and played with a professional band where now the guitar player took out his guitar and says, "You play this mm-hmm. song," and he's you're going to walk down. You know, so I I stood. I sat on a stool, I remember. I sat on a stool and my legs couldn't just stop moving. It was just <laughs> 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 And I played I played Working Man Blues, you know, and uh-huh. I was I was so nervous and I came down. My brother said, my brother Mervin was there. He said, Wow, and all my friends why Wow, you know, Ben, no ben, no man, no, band, uh-huh. no band. Yeah. They gave me confidence. And then um, I still followed the band. And then in nineteen eighty-three, that was in nineteen ninety-one, right? Right. Nineteen eighty one. Now nineteen eighty three. They offered me to play the, in the band. Wow. Okay. They had a manager, CJ Fredericks. He was an American guy. Okay. And he says, because at that time, Matthew and the Mandarins had a steel guitar player. Okay. Uh, Michael Peng. And then Don lunis and the Mavericks, who were playing at Genevieve's, right. had a steel b- guitar player, uh, Peng Kun. Yeah. So they said they also wanted a steel guitar player. So this guy, CJ Fredericks said, I'll buy you a steel guitar on one condition that you play with this band and this band only. Uh, Bandwagon. Okay. So I said, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's 1983, no internet, nothing, you know? So we we found out um, Ivor Lesler, who is yeah, the, Iver Ivor Iver Lesler, Iver, yeah. had a steel guitar. Uh, Ivor Lesler calling out to you, man. Yes, Ivor Lesler had a steel guitar. And and, and Philip and I went over to his house. He sold it to us for $2,000. I still remember $2,000. But CJ Fredericks paid for it. God, I had money at that time, you know? Yeah. So CJ Fredericks was an American oil rigger. Right. And he paid... The $2,000 and I, I brought the steel guitar at home and I didn't know a damn thing about steel guitar. Let alone, I'm, I'm just a a, a, a a, guitar player. I could yeah. play chords yeah. and a little bit of solo, you know. Right. At that time, I can play some solo, but not right. until really, really that good. So they took me in the band as yeah. a rhythm guitar player and a steel guitar player. You know what the band told me that, even if you can't play the steel guitar, <laughs> just for show we just want to show that we have a steel guitar. Because you know <laughs> Bad Queen and Mandarin's number one band, number yeah. one country band had a steel guitar player. And the number two band was uh, Don Nunes and the Mavericks, and they had a steel guitar band. Mm. And that time had a few other country uh, like like black black gold and were there were some other country bands. Country right. music was quite big in the early 80s because of the oil riggers in Singapore. Okay. So they the, the selling point was having a steel guitar player, more people will come because, you know, steel guitars, wow, well, you're yeah. a bit atas lah from yeah. the rest of the country bands. So, I had the steel guitar and I didn't know how to play. So, they gave me six months to learn the steel guitar before I played in the band, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I approached Michael Peng, I approached Peng Kun to teach me but they had their own bands, had their own practices, they, they couldn't. But Peng Kun gave me a... a a, a, a book, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, a it's manual. A, yeah, it's a it's just a basic how to tune the steel guitar, how to play simple chords, simple right. chords yeah Right. And I, I learned by myself actually, basically, from day one until uh, I could play something. It, it was just trial and error. It was just trial and error. And uh, 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 um, the band, uh, bandwagon would give me a song. They said, "Yeah, okay, just this one song every night." You just, this one song, you can feature you, but the rest of the night, you just turn off your, your, your steel guitar because you can move around, but as long as got no sound, you just bid it, bid it, you know? Yeah, but this one song will feature you. So the chords are so, so, and so, and so, you're going to learn. So I played all by ear, you know? Mm. I, I used to rush early in the morning at nine o'clock, I rushed to Peyton Place when they opened the door, just to, with my headphones and everything and my Walkman. Just to learn that one song. I play, play until afternoon, and I rush back home to bathe. In the in the evening, Come uh, early. Come back. Just to wait for that one song. Oh. Ah, I'll play that song. <laughs> la. but, you know, the action, la, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then one night, my Matthew and the Mandarins, uh-huh. um, they heard about, oh, Ben Wagon had a had had a, a steel, steel guitar, guitar player. player. Yeah. Oh, that night, Matthew and the mandrins and all the, the musicians came uh. down to see me because they said, there's a steel, new steel guitar player, a young boy, I was 26 years old then, uh, playing the steel guitar. Uh-huh. So, they came down to check me out. I said, oh my God, I was peeing my pants, Matthew, <laughs> to, to see Matthew. <laughs> recording artists got records and whatever. I mm. came to see me play. They were panicked like hell, boy. So, I learned and learned. So, eventually... I, I I did this for months, and I was learning, and I learned the steel guitar just by. There's no internet. There's no YouTube. There's no nothing. There's nobody to teach you. You learn it. On Everything the I learned is just by
0: <laughs> really child a, and Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. On that note, on that yeah. note, Kai. Now it's time to put up Sleepwalk. Just a little bit of it. Let's put it up. This is Leonard Rezol on a steel guitar. Oh. Guaranteed to put you to sleep too No, 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 no. in a good way In a good way (laughs) (laughs) In a good way It's gorgeous, isn't it? so much wow good stuff man yeah. it's a beautiful song i love yeah. that song as a matter of fact i i picked that one that i mean i was looking out for music yeah. that you you posted online and i really really love sleepwalk and and you learned all that all by yourself
2: okay this sleepwalk i i
0: i know the guitar as you yes. mentioned oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i played it all goodness. i learned it all by myself mm. yeah and then you were in this band bandwagon yes. in place then where did you move anywhere else after that
2: uh I was with Ben Wagon from 1983 to till 1986. 86, I think. Yeah. Okay. And 1986, I joined. Uh, I, actually, I started my own band. It's called uh, Framework, um, and eventually Farida Dola. Oh,
0: that joined one, me. That's a nice name. Framework. Framework. Oh, yeah. Called cool. Sweat Love. Mm-hmm. What 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 four, Don't know what now nah, then. But yeah. bandwagon, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and Far- with
2: Farida Dola, we played at the Ion. Oh, our- Farida Dola here name yeah. again. Mm. She was uh, the Shaka Khan of Singapore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she she joined us, uh, mm. and uh, basically the the band members were <coughs> part of uh, a bandwagon and thunder. Tandas- Thunderstorm was it? Thunderstorm. We uh, Edmond Fernandez on drums. Thunderbirds or eh no. Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm, Thunderstorm Thunderbirds. Yeah. Thunderbirds. Storm. They were playing at um. York Hotel. York uh, Hotel. Oh. Uh, 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 Thunder. York Hotel. Carriage. Carriage Bar. Is carriage Thunderbirds? Bar. Is Thunderbirds. 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 You
0: okay. know how I you know that? Yeah. Because I actually sang for three nights in 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 wow. carriage bar when Thunderbirds yeah. were. Ah.
2: The drama that was a was happy hour
0: set. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Drama is Edmund Edmund Fernandez, and and at that time I think the, we finished the contract, so he joined us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we played at Ion Bar 1986, mm-hmm. and then uh, we played there for about yeah, nearly a year, and then okay. eventually I joined. Uh, after that, I joined um, Los Pintos in uh-huh. uh, late 1986 with uh, Stephen Gomez and Stephen D'Souza. We were doing mariachi music. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the orchard mariachi Uh, mariachi we were playing in uh, oh I forgot the name of the the Coffee house where we go from table to table and mm-hmm. we just play. Yeah? yeah. And people throw tips into our, you know, the F hole inside the the, the, the guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. would just throw money inside. Yeah. Yeah. And end of the month, we will just like, you know, the <laughs> tabong, all the money and count. And then we share three ways. It was Stephen Gomu, Stephen D'Souza, and myself. Los Pintos. Los Pintos, yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed. Yeah. And then in 1989.
0: Basically, stroller music, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I
2: love I love the strolling and all the 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 Spanish songs that we used to do, mm. although I didn't understand anything Spanish, but <laughs> Stephen <laughs>
1: Gomez
2: Stephen Gomez sang most of the songs, and we did all the harmony in Spanish, uh-huh. and I didn't even understand it. We just like parroting out whatever. <laughs> yeah, we 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 wrote down things in ph- phonetically, like You know. Yeah, of course. yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. And then I still remember one day, this, this Spanish girl, no? Uh-huh. It was a real Spanish lady who sat there, and we were saying la, la cucaracha and mm-hmm. whatever. And she she, she clapped and she, she called us over to the table, and she was talking to us in Spanish.
0: No <laughs> 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 habla, no <do> comprende.
2: Then <laughs> Stephen Gomez said, I, sorry, uh, we don't speak. Then she said, what you sang just now I understood every word you said you don't speak Spanish we said no we don't speak Spanish we just sing Spanish
0: but we don't speak Spanish she, she couldn't She couldn't. what's the understand. song you guys always play yeah sure. you, when, when you don't speak Spanish and something what was oh, uh, <laughs> he drinks
3: tequila he drinks tequila
0: uh, yes,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh that was in nineteen uh, end of nineteen eighty nine with Los Pintos, then Stephen Gomez, myself, Mel Ferdinand, mm. uh, Ivor Lesler, we formed up Broadsword. Broadsword. Oh, yeah, you will right. be broadsword. Yeah, broadsword. Broadsword until um we played a few venues uh, all around. Uh, uh, even Happy Days. I remember that there was a place called Happy Days at the bowling alley. You know the bowling uh, yes, orchard bowling the orchard,
0: we, orchard the old orchard theater. Yeah. Uh, upstairs. We, we started at Club 392 first. Yeah. Vernon Cornelius is singing there. Yes. In Happy Days we, were, before. we were side by side with Vernon ah, Cornelius. Ah, that means I must have seen you. Yes. Yeah. I must yeah. have. I must have we, seen we, you then. We started
2: up at Club 392 at Orchard Orchard Hotel. Anyway. Mm. Hey, well, uh,
0: Club 392 Rocher Hotel no no, no. no uh, Ochoa Towers Ocher Towers. Ocher Towers
2: okay and then eventually we played um, <laughs> that Club 392 uh, the one in uh, the bowling alley above yeah, the bowling yeah. alley happy days happy days and then we went to Orchid Inn and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, that was we played from 1989 to 1991 that's when I joined Dudley and ah. Mervyn Okay. Okay, how I met Dudley and how, this this one we have to tell If you see if you see okay. Leonard you've seen Dudley. Yes. Those days a lot of people mistook Dudley for me and me for Dudley. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I, I haven't met Dudley at all. I, I've never formally met Dudley uh, I heard okay. of Dudley who okay. is playing with gingerbread yeah, and things yeah. like that so when I was playing with Los Pintos I still remember I lost playing I came out with my mm-hmm. mariachi guitar and all that. Yeah. I came out and then this lady came, uh, husband and wife and this lady said wow you're so talented just last night I saw you playing keyboards <laughs> at Tavern on the Square <laughs> and now you're playing guitar with this band I said, the Tevin on the I, I don't play at Tavern on the Square. I saw you. And then the husband also said, Yeah, it was you, you playing at Tavern on the Square, you play keyboard. I said, No. <laughs> I play guitar." <laughs> <laughs> then they said, Oh, in that band, Tevin on uh uh what um <laughs> gingerbread, that's <laughs> the Bread, keyboard yeah. player, yeah. Dudley Nunes. Mm. So I said, Oh and Dudley you tell him whether it happened to you, or so anybody came up him Yeah, they boxed my the face
0: you <laughs> <laughs> hey, you learn <landed> <laughs> 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 yeah. that
2: he hunt hantam because of me and I hunt hantam because of him la.
0: no lah la. yeah, no boy, seriously la. did that sh- those, did, that kind of shit really happen no lah no, no lah la. I right, cannot exactly be right, right. Yeah. no then in the best
2: part 1991 mm. 1991 we joined we, we took a course in sound uh, sound engineering it's a in, diploma uh, course in sound engineering
0: mm. Mm. In SAE SAE so
2: we were the first batch and then that's where I met, yeah. formerly met Dudley. Hello, hello. So you're Dudley? And he said, so you're Leonard? <laughs> he said, yeah. he said well, a lot of people thought he was... I was him. Uh, yeah. I said, I get yeah. the same thing. I thought, you know, they thought, I was him and he was me, you know? Right. Yeah. And then eventually he invited me to join his band. Right, brought yeah. So from. No, A- no, no, no. No, no. Marvin um, Dudley, um, right. Dudley, and Leonard. From SAE, um, ah, uh, Sound engineer. Yeah,
3: like, yeah. we became good friends.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think from there it started. Yeah, right? it's just, yeah. we gel. Yeah, we gel. Yeah. When we
0: became friends, mm. we just gel. Yeah. But yeah. how is it? I'm just curious, you know? I mean, you guys are from that generation of musicians, amusers. Jason Shahul also went to SAE. Yes, yeah. Jason to get his sound engineering same year, same uh, same, same class. Same why? Why is it all of you guys want to go and do this? Yeah, what lesson. was what was the reason? Um, well, he wanted to do. He uh, eventually, I mean, what he's doing today, yeah. Gingerbread yeah. Studios, right? I mean, it's, he's a sound engineer, but yeah. the the two of you guys, I mean, why did you go? I because do this? I, for me, I I like doing sound because in air,
2: most of the bands that I I am with. Mm-hmm. I'm the sound man. You're the yeah. guy that does yeah. a, the EQ. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do the EQ for the band. Right. So I wanted to know more. So I I took this diploma course in sound right. engineering. So I wanted to know the fundamentals behind
0: sound engineering. You so know? it's just yeah. an added skill for you yes. for your for what you do on on a, on a daily full time basis. Yes. Now how
3: about you, Dad? Well, it helped me now for SAE. I fix up the microphones. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> put a mic in and uh, uh, Leonard I which which,
0: it. which channel you want this I didn't know in. you can you need a diploma to know how to set up a you bloody know. mic and a mic stand nah. excuse
3: me you cannot put a mic anywhere you know so I <laughs> yeah. so see that skill uh, uh, you look, know my I, studio I, must, I set up myself I tell I'm you
0: a this. damn genius man <laughs>
2: Chris, you know in in the, in the in the in this course at the end of the course you have to do a a mix down of the band right and then it, it goes into your scores for your final exam you know oh really wow we Adley, myself and my my team basically uh-huh. we had 98 upon 100 for uh recording a band mm. because eventually we we have to get a band to come in yeah and we record them yeah and then we do the mix down and sp- and send it up as uh, for the assessment master, the yeah. complete mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to demo. see how well we can mix a band and right. eventually Dudley played keyboard I played <laughs> guitar I played still guitar I put things like the band also that came down They we got them to yeah. to come down but we, I replaced the guitar player uh-huh. he replaced the keyboard player <laughs> and then we added in and used that band <laughs> the girl singer to sing and right, the bass right. guitar player and we had 98 of 100 <laughs> mm. The guy, I still remember he was an AMU guy. Uh it was a um uh I think it was Australian guy, right? Mm. And he says, Wow, he even uh during the assessment a he, he, one-to-one oral thing, uh, he said, Oh, um, uh, oh, I heard uh it's almost CD quality, he says, mm. you know, he said the mix down is very good. Yeah, he said, uh uh, he, because I had the steel guitar we we, mm. we put in the steel guitar yeah, it was right. the song called Blue Bayou oh yeah oh. <laughs> remember Blue yeah. Bayou yeah we played Blue Bayou and I played the steel guitar and I played the, uh, the nylon string guitar right. yeah and I just put it in and he says wow it sounds CD quality yeah he said CD quality he says very good he said the marks mm. he said yo we had the highest in that school uh, uh, that year
0: uh-huh. for s- uh, recording on that note yeah mm. Now that you, you you talk about this, that the ability to to be able to mix down music, you know, uh, you guys have come a long way together. You've been playing for twenty years together, yeah. I think uh, that, that's that's life is twenty years. Uh, that's life has been twenty years. I, I'm fast forwarding a little bit because, my goodness, you know, time flies, and there's still got so many things I want to ask you. Uh, so let let me just take this this direction. You've been playing twenty years together old friends, good friends, okay? Great musicians, full of experience, been down the block, played so many genres of music. One can, until ballroom standard, yeah, yeah. Uh, until mariachi, my goodness. So, that being said, I'm going to ask, why the fuck have you, has that life, that's life, not written original stuff and recorded it and distributed um. because you can't write stuff Dudley, I know for a fact Dudley writes music I know for a fact that you guys are tight as a band mm-hmm. right if you want to get session musicians in to help you out with uh, with an album or a single even mm-hmm. it can be done yeah. you've done it before with Gingerbread and I'm not going to talk so much about that anymore because we've done a lot of that mm-hmm. Roses is a beautiful song written by, written by, by Moses Badham mm-hmm. Right, till this day, it's still being played more mm. often than most other local music. I don't even hear anything, anything from Sam Willows being played. I hear Roses. Yes. It's amazing, you know? I mean, for all that hoo-ha about the younger bands that came along, right, like Sam Willows, no disrespect to Sam Willows, they're great. But I'm saying the longevity of music, what stays, what goes on, that evergreen wonder, that value continues through decades that is what makes a good song Mm. or that's what a good song really becomes right Mm. how is it you two guys have not got down and dirty to do something like that well that's a good question I know
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's not that we we don't have we do have but Leonard Myself, we are so... I, I actually caught up with so much of uh, his business. We have 57 Chevy. Yeah. At a time. Okay? Mm-hmm. And act- actually, it comes to now that we have uh, more time Yes. with each other you know and we can really sit down and hey what do you want to do this or you're yeah. last time it's just the press button auto everything is going on yeah. so we don't have, have time to say hey yeah. Leonard or Dudley want to do our own song or yes. something like mm. so maybe maybe soon maybe tomorrow might start something yeah. hey Leonard I got this tune you want to do something right. about this
0: yeah. <laughs> Dudley just said tomorrow uh, Leonard what are you going to say about that huh?
2: Yeah, I mean now that yeah, is so, so so right. Now we uh, we have a little bit more time on our hands. We can mm. yeah maybe come up with. Uh, recently mm. we, we just I just helped Dudley with a, a yeah. project of his where his brother wrote the songs. Right, but yeah. he did the arrangement. He did everything, mm-hmm. and uh, I helped him to do the guitar. Yeah. And my re- experience with recording, you yeah. know, I did the, the vocal recording he for him. He was a sound yeah. engineer. I was a sound engineer, yeah. the, mic, the, uh, the mix- guy who makes yeah. down. I, I I did some tracks for him on the guitar, mm. you know, to put mm. in. And So this is
3: yeah. a new album yeah. by you, Dudley this Okay, it's a long story. 14 songs was written by my brother, Mervin. Right. I got to say it out now because uh, yeah. it's the truth. It's all Mervin's. Composition, which he has given it to me as a gift. Okay, very good. So sense. I said, "What do you want to?" Do? Marvin said, "What do you want to do with it? You are going it, and even though it, it hits a million dollars or whatever comes out of it, it's all yours." So I said, "Okay." Instead of lying uh, the songs under the bed and not doing anything, I will try and do something. Mm-hmm. So I, I told Leonard, "I am gonna do this, and yeah. I'll need your help." Studio time, la,
1: right?
3: Because uh, there is no other better engine uh, sound engineer than you. Okay, I I program, I will bring this to your studio. He's got a studio, huh? Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's called That's Live Studio. That's <laughs> Live Studio, okay? All right, so uh, he I, that he agreed, he agreed. He never spoke about money or anything like that because yeah, you know, Leonard may go a long way. So, okay, got all the songs done, go to his studio, record it, and I got a friend who said, You can do this. At uh Tune Core or something, you know? I said, What's Tune Core? Uh you know so I said, You know, you go there and then you, you can submit all the songs and blah blah blah. His name is Chris Hansen. Okay. No hardcore.
0: Mm. I wonder who that
3: fellow is. Ah, it's you. Okay. okay. So I'm I'm very grateful to you. for uh, giving me a start no to where, where to go, which channel. So I uh, got the songs done. Leonard done a yes. fabulous uh, sound track and done every song. He took time and he calls me and says, Are you, "Is this all right?" This time he sent me. Says, Does he seem to be louder than that? I says anything. I I leave it into your hands. I I think you're about the best guy who can do this. And he got it done.
0: And what's the name? What's the title of the album? Tranquility. Tranquility. Yeah. Okay. And and, uh, when is this going to be released and where?
3: Um, TuneCore and Spotify. I think September third, twenty
0: twenty-three. September third, twenty twenty-three. Um. Dudley Nunes's new album will be released on these platforms, TuneCore and Spotify. Mm. On uh, and it's called Tranquility. Check it out, guys. But I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say this one time to the both of you. <laughs> Dudley Nunes, Leonard Rezol, write something. Write some things, mm. record them together, yeah. and launch. Why? Why am I asking you guys? Because it's very simple. I think there's a need for music to be really, really, this time, once and for all, resurrected in this country.
1: Mm.
0: I really think so, because we haven't had anything that good for a long time. And, you know, I, I, I and, and, Unfortunately, even if you're planning for retirement, I would just tell you I don't think you should because you need to lead you know, be one of those guys to lead the way. Right. And, and in my mind this is what I think. Yeah. You know fifty seven Chevy, man. Oh,
2: yeah. <sighs> That's you wanna talk about
0: Oh yeah, man. I mean, That's, you know it's an institution. Right? Oh hell yeah. You know, it's fifty seven Chevy. Can I can you put that one up, please? Oh, you yeah. have Wow. There you go. Credit to uh, the new wow. paper that was, uh, this yeah. article was put up on, on that last night, that last fateful night. Wow, I remember that night. Uh, yeah. So so do I. I mean, I was there too. And, you know, it became a place that we chanced upon because of the name of that you know, We went over that one Friday night and then we said, Fucking hell, where have we been? <laughs> And then it became every Friday night yeah mm. and it became an, an a da- date nights every Friday night was a date night for my wife and I yeah. mm. I would go at six thirty just to get a table you know yeah I have my dinner there, yeah, just to book a table you know right, and then my wife will come after work with another friend right and they will come Alanis you know and yeah. and then we would party the whole night away yeah. till we until you guys close 57 Chevy was an institution simply because it was a place for people of all ages. It wasn't just for the older people. Yes. The younger people loved it too. It, was, it became a community. It became an East Coast and Khartoum community and became a safe place for people to go and have fun right. knowing they're safe. And everyone got to know each other. Yes. To this day, just today, just today. I was in Tampines One with the family, and one of the regulars was there, and he bought it. He bought two bottles of tea, and he saw me. Hey, hi! And we went, hey, hi! Fifty-seven Chevy, Chevy, yeah. do me a favor, say yeah, take one. (laughs) (laughs) I said seriously, yeah, take one, have a drink. (laughs) It was a tea bottle of tea, you know, and it was really nice. You see, it's it's a community of people. Yeah. Yeah, I want to understand this. And I want this to be aired. Leonard Rezl is one of the owners of 57 Chevy. Besides the band, That's Life, playing yes. there. Yes. Can we tell everyone why the hell did it have to shut? Ah, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh,
2: okay, we, we closed in February 2014. Mm-hmm. Right? Two years before that, actually two years, the government did send us a a letter and said that uh, they are going to sell off the land and uh, we probably will have to move out by the end of that year. And that year came and they extended another year, you know. So, in 2013, I still remember I was out with my friends and then um, I had a call from uh, one of my partners and said that hey we got a letter from the government saying that we have to move out by 2014 on the 22nd of February. Yeah. So, and we had, and we had to hand over the keys by the 28th, which is my mom's birthday, 28th February. We have to uh return back because they sold the land to a developer who's gonna build a hotel at that exact spot where we were. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which is Katung Village.
0: Huh? Yeah. Yeah, Katong Village where yeah. you guys were today. I don't even care what it's called. Uh it's a hotel heck? now. Yeah, it's yeah. a hotel. Holiday Inn, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a mall that's absolutely not making any business. Mm. Um the 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 current bar restaurant thing on the outside also just recently shut. it's you know for a place outside of the hotel business of course right Mm. that was really doing something for community of all races of all ages of all genders and really good clean fun you know I don't think you guys had much trouble there anyway yeah Uh, in place of this You know, I mean, to me, it was like the last bastion of Katong, because Katong is right now not Katong anymore. I'm saying it, I don't give a flying fuck, I'm saying it. There's got to be some kind of, in my mind, in my opinion, there's got to be some kind of, some things must be kept sacred. Mm-mm. You know, and and now when we look at music, music like nobody gives a shit about music anymore. Nobody gives a shit about people going out there having a having a nice night out, not just for dinner. You know, it, it's sad because um, if you've seen, well, you're going to be watching the episode before you guys came today. I had Afwan from Supersonic with me last night, mm-hmm. and in recent times, he actually had a show for a community, for, 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 for a, a sort of a, you know, for a particular district, yeah? Let's put it that way. And people complained, some people complained about why are you bringing night mu- nightclub music to uh, our town area? And I, and I said, you know, honest to goodness, I mean, what's wrong with people today? What's wrong with them? These are places you don't You don't have to say oh they are drunks they're just because people drink alcohol come on stop being stop being such prudes you know the point is that music keeps people together music builds friendship too don't just look at it from the dark side of things and when 57 Chevy shut down do you know honest to god I shed a tear
1: not only you
0: so yeah, many man. people I'm pretty like sure them. I'm pretty sure We, we right now if we, I ask you guys man take a look anywhere else in Singapore I'm talking about five piece bands and above where are the places that in your minds and in your opinions you feel have got great music from five piece bands and above in Singapore today big sound I'm talking about big sound (laughs) (laughs) don't have laugh Okay, no disrespect to Supersonic. Okay, Supersonic, you guys are good. Okay, you guys Supersonic
2: are good. Sonic is really good. I, yeah. I, I went to see them. They're yeah. really good.
0: Yeah. Supersonic's really good. Yeah. 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 That one, kudos. Kudos to Af1 and the guys on Supersonic at Timber Plus. Kudos yeah. to you guys. And I never heard of 53A, uh, uh, but. A lot of friends, they are yeah, very very good. Okay, but when we look back, see back in the day, I hear the stories from the time we started this episode. You guys are talking about you talking about Peyton Place. You talking about Barbarella, yeah. which was also shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Carriage Bar, uh, uh, yeah. um, you, uh, Club Five. Yeah. Oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> Tavern yeah. in the Square. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere you go, Shangri-La, everywhere you go, you know for a fact that yeah. there's going to be something good playing there. Mm-hmm. There's going to be music, right? There's going to be something that makes you feel, something for the soul, man, besides church, that is. Party on Saturday, go to church on Sunday. That's all fine, you know? Right, right. so, you know, and at and, the and, and end of it all, We don't have that anymore, do we? (laughs) The last bastion, Jive talking, where everyday play. Well done, Rafi and the rest of the guys from Jive. Then, where else? This is what I mean. How do you think nightlife is today? What's the night scene like? are bar owners club owners really doing something for music in Singapore no, the things are so different now <laughs> uh,
3: I, I, my nightlife is my band
0: yeah sure so that's great it. I'm glad man Yeah. but yeah. see where you're playing see where you're playing you are playing in places where there are members yeah mm. you're playing in places where it's not going to be easy to open the door for people to just walk in right it is no longer open for people like me to just walk in. its I mean, we can. I know that, okay? But what I'm saying here is not as if it is is—it is a public establishment. Yeah. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you open a door, you walk in, and you get, you seat. You You don't have that, do you? I mean, you're not playing in places like that yeah. anymore. So what does it show you? It is only meant for people who can still appreciate music and they are members of a yeah. an, of an establishment right
1: yeah.
0: yeah but we're talking about the general public today we, it's not open to the general public And then and, and for the life of me because Afwan said to me yesterday as well when I asked him about same question and he said, which one are you referring to Chris you are you referring to the night music band or are you referring to the recording band? I said you mean there's a startling difference today? Because back way back when we have gingerbread, recording artists, and night play night music band, yeah. whatever that's called. Mm. It's sad to have differentiation and segregation is stereotyped. Yeah. It is sad. Mm. You mean there it has to be a segregation between, say, for example, again, no disrespect to these guys, Sam Willows and you guys. I mean. I mean, hey they make music you make music and that's about the size of it and you guys make music you can still go to a recording studio like what you did mm-hmm. yeah. what I'm saying here is that there is it seems to me and I'm asking a lot of musicians the same question do you think we are deteriorating where music is concerned in this country because our nightlife is just about dead
3: mm. <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> I don't know much to say, but uh, okay. <coughs> I only speak for myself here. Yeah.
0: Please do.
2: We, I, back then, uh, <laughs> I, remember, uh, I remember when we were playing in
3: like, the 70s,
2: 80s. Mm. We, we, we get people, you know, wherever we play, mm. there are big crowds that will come and follow. We had like fans like mm. that, you know. Followings, yeah. huh? We have followings wherever we go. Followings. And, uh, and, and club owners would like hunt for us, you know. Yeah. Before your contract ends, they will come and ask you, when's your contract ending? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, your contract ends, they pull you, yeah. before, but now yeah. it's no. no. Now yeah. it's, you like, we like, can't like, begging to, uh, you got opening for this place, you know. Yeah. But, it seems that for us now, I, I, we became more, a little bit more popular with clubs. Mm. The clubs that we play, and then uh, some other members from other clubs, when they come in, this you must come and play at my club. You know, mm-hmm. we are now a hit hunter because this club member comes to this club and he sees us playing and he sees the crowd. Wow, you can draw the- Can you play at my club? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they pull it. So mm. we, we now we're going from club to club to club. Yeah, but yeah. The, the small establishments uh, well. <laughs> sometimes I don't blame them because rent is so high and they can only afford this budget for the band became so small and, you know, and it seems that everybody's pay goes up but musicians' pay don't go up at all. 10 years ago, we were earning this much. Now, 10 years later, they still want offers this much, you know? But clubs can pay. Members' club, Mm. they got members' I yeah, mean, yeah, and yeah, they so and they
0: collect. Yeah. They, they can pay. They us, got money. In the, yeah. They got money to pay you guys. But they, do you, you, know, you see, Leonard, but yeah. if that's the case, do you think musicians who have been entertaining Singaporeans for decades, who have brought so much life and joy to people through their music, yeah. and your entertainment, do you think you have been appreciated in some form or other, or have musicians been forgotten, or are you just considered? musicians just consider it to be a means to an end. And that is just yes. about earning a living. Yeah.
2: It, it's just that, oh, they're entertainers, but we've got other entertainers as well. And it's not, we are not so much appreciated as we once were.
0: Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Okay. Last question before, because we've been talking for more than an hour, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Last two questions, okay, guys. Yeah. Daddy's been very, very quiet. I need to hear your input seriously. You both are still performing to this day. Is it because of your love for music or are there any other reasons? Do you think, because I've got a, there's a context to this, yeah? yeah. Do you yeah. think musicians <clears throat> today can do this full time and live sufficiently? Uh,
3: Once a week. All Up to you. I'm yeah. um, the floor is open, man. I wouldn't say it, um, mm. to do this full time to earn a living for now at this stage of uh, where we are. Yeah. No, I would not recommend my children to do what I do. Same. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you
2: do. Okay, musicians don't have CPF. No. we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have medical benefits. We have nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so whatever they pay us, we have to put aside for the rainy day mm-hmm. we have to put aside for if we are sick mm-hmm. it all comes up from
0: our own pocket it's not the management or whoever's going to pay for but us but didn't you guys realize that this this, uh, you know like say 20 years ago not necessarily a new thing is okay, it no, talking about CPF we, we knew that
2: like. I, I knew that so mm-hmm. where, where, where I used to, okay don't mind I, I yeah, come for me yeah. when, when I was playing at that time I, I knew that because my father used to tell me you know Musicians, are paupers, you know, yeah, they, they, they don't have anything. You don't have CPF, nothing. So it's always stuck in my my. So I always put aside some money. I took insurance on my own. I took a few insurance. This is like my CPF, you know, like yeah. So I covered my medical, my whatever through insurance and my uh, some policies that I I took that. When I reach a certain age, I get my money back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it became like my CPF. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't drink. I used to smoke, <laughs> but I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so I I, 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 I. For me, I'm lucky. I save. There's some musicians who spend all their money on right. whatever I earn. I throw right. I yeah. Right. But I save. I <clears throat> do diligence. I, I, on my own. I, I saved on my own and eventually I had enough money to open up a pub yep. with my friends and uh, partners yeah so that was that was a, a plus move for me when, when I opened Chevy right. in, in uh, 2005 right yeah 57
0: Chevy Yeah, your daddy huh. what was the question again? Yeah. <laughs> you so you said you would not advise your children uh, yeah. to take a music
3: because uh, the music industry is so different now yeah you know even the mu- the new musicians don't even i think lift up a microphone stand to set it up or amplify or what we have been through, been through you know mm-hmm. so for me it's come like a musician has no expiry date
0: you okay okay
3: uh, we can go on as much as we can as long as we are healthy and yeah. our throat and yeah. body can move that is a blessing okay huh? <clears throat> so well Leonard myself and some of the um, musicians out there mm-hmm. who are, who has played the same amount of years as, as we have I think they have the same feeling about being healthy and being able to do the best of the music career this last lap of the of or whatever songs they do and um, money is important but. Uh, I think uh, it's the love of music that brings people together.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, just to end, I agree with Dudley because for us music has no expiry date. It's not, oh, you reach 62, time for you to retire. No. For us until the very last day that I can't even climb up the, the, the stage, then I know it, that's it. But I'll still keep on playing music till then.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, guys, I, 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 I <laughs> I really hope I can still continue to hear your music. That's one. And the other thing is, is that what are your plans, both of you? Continue to play or plan to retire? I will continue to play. Yeah,
2: Continue yeah. to play. You know, yeah. for me, it, it's like, although I'm doing three nights a week, I look forward to these three nights, you know. Mm. It's not like some people who, it's a chore. Oh, I got to go to work on Monday. Oh my God. I, You know, yeah. you don't. Mm. For us, I look forward to the Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays that I'm playing Mm -hmm. or maybe even some Saturdays that we do for Mm -hmm. private functions... To look, I look forward to that. Although I know it can be tiring end of the night, but it's the fun in the the joy in watching people enjoy and appreciate your music that it's the reward for us Mm -hmm. uh, when we're on stage. When I see people' faces smile and they come and say, "Wow, I like. I haven't heard this song for years. Why you you know it brought back a lot of memories for me." And you know, yeah, Mm -hmm. it it, it's a joy for us to to you know, yeah, it's a compliment. How about
0: you, Dali? Do you feel the same way as Leonard?
3: Yeah, why? To have a band, two piece, three piece, even an orchestra, the relationship is important. If I don't have a let's say good relationship with him, or he, it'll, it's it won't be magic. Mm. You know, you you cannot produce something.
0: I, something that people can yeah. go gaga over yeah. if you guys are not tight as friends the yeah. band yeah. will not be tight the yeah. sound won't be tight
3: we need each other it's a, it's a team mm. it's like I need him mm. he needs me and yeah. we together we can make ourselves happy right. you know, we can make people happy right. we can make the business for the club right. that look at us wow yeah. that's life mm. and what keeps Leonard and myself young and have we have no expiry date Is when we go home, (laughs) we sleep in the fridge. (laughs) (coughs)
0: <laughs> <coughs> uh, Dudley, Dudley. <laughs> I, what you, cryonics? Cryonics. <laughs> oh, cryogenics. <laughs> cryogenics, cryogenic, 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 man. Cryogenic, yeah, yeah. yeah you another UFO buff, you <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> Okay, everyone. Uh, you've been you've been uh, watching the Chris Hansen conversation and my tribute to these guys as our icons of music in Singapore, the band That's Life, consisting of Dudley Nones. And Leonard Rizzle Dazzle. And, uh, you know, we're going to end the show. Before we say goodbye uh, for this episode, we have two videos to play for you. One that is of Mr. Dudley (laughs) Nonis. I just got to do this. I got to do this. So we're going to play this little thing that he did. God knows why he did it, but he did. Dudley does the strangest things. Then after that video, you will be uh, watching Dad's Life, the band that is Dudley Nonis. Leonard Razzle Dazzle, the two of them together with uh, lead vocalists they had many years ago for one of my favorite songs called Baby Come Back. Enjoy that one. And until next time, this is Chris Hansen saying, I'll see you again, okay? Whenever you have and whenever you hear or see or watch a, a musician entertaining you, give him a smile and say thank you. Don't be an idiot. Bye-bye.
1: Hey, Kala.
3: Oh, dears. Oh, We could walk out the door oh with the mats to the store, not the boy. <laughs> we could go. Holiday.
1: morning, what to do in life? Hard to say when you go away. Everybody pray night and day. Banya susta. We could shake our heads, give a hug to our friends. Now, talk. Just one life to be, being free is all we're thinking of.
3: When you are in a crowd, don't be talking out loud. You must softly say, "Ask you me." Can't you see you're just close to me? <laughs> One meter boleh. Bole. We could walk out the door without masks to the store. Now, bole. We could go holiday to Patam and Bali. Now, bole.
1: Can I quarantine? So boring What to do in love? Hard to say, when it go away Everybody pray, night and day Iba ya We could shake our hands Give a hug to our friends Now tapolim We just want life to be briefly free is all we're thinking of When you are in a crowd Don't be talking out loud You must softly say Ask you me,
3: can't you see You're just close to me To meet the boy Last
0: time bole, now ta bole. Last time bole, now ta bole. (laughs) Oi, (laughs) satu I tell you, only Eurasian people are going to do (laughs) this.